doings. Yeah, it's that time again. Uh, welcome to Club Kid Boots, the spinoff of Mattress in the Pool Pod. Uh, your weekly, probably second or third favorite Dragula review show. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm recording on time this this time, so this episode should be released on time. But there are some like there's some fun things with editing and audio I really want to do with this episode. Um but it should still be out on time. I don't think I have anything really to talk about. Nothing exciting happening. It's still the holiday season and I'm kinda over it. Um <laughs> Um, and I'm kind of high right now, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah, there's nothing really to talk about regarding eliminated uh monsters' looks. There are not, now because I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I literally just watched the episode this early this morning. I watched what well, was in the morning, I didn't get up early in the morning, but I watched it when I woke up today. And then I watched it because I just had a day off to myself today. Um, so I, yeah, I didn't, I watched it. And when I got up, this what I, well, that's what I usually do. I'll usually watch it one time through just for my own enjoyment, just so that I can enjoy the show and not have to take notes. And then also it's good because sometimes you miss things the set you the first time around so then i watch it a second time around and when i watch it for the second time that's when i actually like sit and analyze and take notes and all that stuff so um yeah the, the episode just came out like late last night early this this morning so i really wasn't expecting anybody to have looks out for this week um and then there's some people who haven't even released looks for last week if that's something they want to do but they haven't re- releasing their other looks, so we'll see. And I'll have to try to remember to look for JK's too, because I forgot now. JK's been eliminated. Um, so yeah. Um, so now we are um on episode seven, and then I think we have one more episode, and then it's gonna be like on hiatus. So like, are we gonna have to wait? We're gonna have to wait forever to get the Last Supper and all that. I'm not feeling that. I'm like, no, I need this. I need this. I need this now. I need to know. But excuse me. For what I hear, is because Dragula has been renewed for a season six. What I hear is that they're trying to get it out earlier than usual now. So like, it probably next season probably will not premiere on halloween it will probably premiere like a few weeks before and if that'll like prevent us from having to do these 21 day hiatuses for the holidays then i'm cool with that so let's go ahead and get into the episode so this week is um the the title of the episode is ultraviolet I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Umbras? Umbras? I don't know what that means. I wonder if I can put it in my computer. Umbras. Umbra. And Umbra is the fully shaded inner region of a shadow cast 
find opaque objects, especially the area on the Earth or Moon experiencing the total phase of an eclipse. Okay, I get, I get it. Okay, all right. So we start with the boules. They are in like a like black light clown creepy haunted house. Now I don't know which haunted house they are in, but and I noticed they have on three glasses. But we have a thing very similar to that here. So this must be just a common thing in haunted houses. So that haunted house that I talk about every now and then called the darkness. Um, it's huge, huge haunted house. And like I would say like the last maybe like ten percent of it, maybe less than that. But like the last, like the last little section, because it's kind of in broken into different sections. Um, I mean, it's one huge thing, but like, you know, one room you go into, it's, it's like, it's like the next few rooms will be all kind of one theme. So like, for example, like you go through a series of rooms and it's like, you're going through someone's like haunted, like Victorian home. And then there's another section that's like literally like the pits of hell and then there's another section that's just like um like trying to think of like what other stuff they had in there like i don't know like an asylum or something if you get what you get what i'm saying so like the last kind of part of it is um you go in and you start seeing like everything's like lit by black light you're like what the fuck is this and then you start seeing clowns and then someone in the thing hands you a pair of 3D glasses. And then you gotta walk through this, like, black light 3D fuck fest. Well, it's not fuck fest. No one's fucking. But you gotta say, like, it's all like a mind fuck. And there's, like, all these clowns. And if, whatever, wherever they're at, it looks extremely similar to the one here where I live. Um, but, yeah, I hate that part. It's my least favorite part. Because, number one, I hate clowns. And, number two, the... The 3D effect, it's its like I can't tell where I'm walking. I can't tell where I'm stepping. Um, Like, they literally had, like, a, um, they had this part that you walked through, and it, like, it basically was, like, supposed to be, like, you were on, like, a truck that was, like, out of control. Like, this, like, the clown was driving this, like, van or truck that's out of control. So you basically step inside, and it's, like, shaking. Like, it's simulating, like, you're on, in a moving van. And then there's, like, literally a clown in there, like, trying to, like, kill you while you're trying like while you're like on like unsteady ground moving it's it's insane it's insane but anyway it just reminded me so much of that so anyway um so yeah that kind of gives you a hint of what this episode is going to be based around i know some people were speculating clowns and circus or like fun house or something but it's the theme actually has more to do with the environment that they're in which is like a haunted house but specifically like with UV black light effects. So, um, now we, um, start the actual episode and we get to, uh, everyone comes into the laboratory. And so they're all kind of, you know, the typical conversation that's always happening. Like, you know, who do we think went home? And, 
everyone is pretty confident that Fantasia is going to come back. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's not surprising that they were going to say that. I mean, everybody... I feel like almost everybody at this point wanted JK out, so... It doesn't surprise me. Um, and, I mean, um, overall, Fantasia had... She had a slightly better track record. Um, so, um, Cynthia, you know, mentions the fact that she doesn't have a win yet, and she's hoping that this is the week she finally gets it. And, um, you know, then the conversation comes up. I think Org brought it up that Blackberry, um, you know, was told by the judges that they don't know who she is. And Blackberry's like, I know who I am. I'm the bearded Barbie. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, again, I don't, I get, I get a similar vibe from all of her looks. It, it gives like camp. It gives like fun camp. A little bit of comedy, a little bit of camp. Um, and it's usually polished with some glamour. I don't, camp is part of Dragula too. I don't know why you have to, and I'm not saying I think all of Blackberry's looks were successful because her look that first week, I did not really like that much, even though she was in the top. But pretty much consistently after that, I pretty much liked her looks every week. And I don't know why they keep subscribing to this, excuse me, this shit that like you have to be covered in blood or something or have like 50,000 teeth to be considered Dragula material. The Boulets have stated many, many times that camp is also a part of what Dragula is. But all that aside, that's that's what I think Blackberry is. I see, like, camp, campy kind of glamour with her. So I don't know what the Boulets are talking about because her looks have all been, like, a pretty similar aesthetic this whole time. I don't... How do you not get who Blackberry is by now? And then also, like, the beard. I think the beard is very much part of her drag and her look. Like, that's her that's her signature. I don't understand. What do you mean you don't know who she is? She's very, you know, she's very identifiable based on things like that. Like, the beard and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, okay, so here we go with this. I'm, I, I'm not understanding this. How come every week there's this talk about, well, I'm going to knock you out of the competition. I'm taking you out. I'm taking you out. This is a competition with you against everybody else. You can't, this isn't like drag race where you can be like, yeah, we're going to lip sync one-on-one and I'm going to get you out of the competition. You can't, the, the competition doesn't work in that way. So I don't know why everybody keeps talking about these individual people that they're going to target and get out of competition. Because aside from you being one-on-one in an extermination type situation or a lip sync like JK and Jarvis, or I guess if you get some kind of advantage like that key or something and using that against somebody, other than that, there's no opportunities to just take people out of the competition aside from just being the best. So it's like, yeah, by you saying you're going to get me out of the competition, okay, well, if you win the floor show that week, all that means is that you win the floor show. You didn't take me out. 
because I don't even know if I'm going to be in the bottom. It's just weird. The way that they're wording it is so strange to me. I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> it's just funny that they keep saying that. I'm just like, well, yeah, but unless we're doing like fright feats where every time you get a, you, you know, you get to curse somebody with something and then, then that's an opportunity for you to target somebody. Otherwise there's not really much opportunities to do that. Um, let's see. Oh, Throb said something I thought was funny. Um, they asked, uh, Neo if she was going to wear shoes that she can walk in this time. Oh my God. Um, and then, uh, Neo and Orgotic have, mind you, this, all this is going down before the, the, um, before Fantasia even enters the room, you know to reveal that she's still in the competition. There's still all this dumb shit going on. So, um, yeah, Neo and Oric are having their, like, weird romance moment. Like, this is the fucking Titanic. I'm just like, what is going on? They start fucking, it was gross. And, like, I gotta be real. Um, you know, if they become a thing good for them, I don't care. Um, but... As far as like what I'm seeing, what uh, for w- the show that I'm viewing, I don't care about it. I don't care. It does not like capture my interest. I don't care. I want to see what you're doing on the floor show. I want to see drama in the cauldron. I don't care about you guys um, and your your whirlwind de- demon romance. That's cute for you, but I it doesn't interest me. Um, and Neo says that she is trying really hard to not let Orgotic distract her and that she's focusing on the prize. And something I noticed, I think, is Blackberry wearing a black pink shirt? Like, it looks like she has, like, a hoodie on that's, like, zipped up halfway, but the shirt looks like it says Blackpink, like the K-pop group. If so, that is very funny to me, and I don't know why. And then Throb said something that was actually pretty... I was like, this kind of makes sense. Throb was like, what we're seeing with Neo and Orc is kind of like a Morticia Gomez situation. Like, Neo is, like, just learning the dark arts or something. Like, she said something, They said something like that. And, um, but <laughs> Orcotic is just kissing her arm, <laughs> like, the whole time. And I was like, yeah, very, very, very Gomez Morticia. Yeah, they do kind of have that weird kind of obsession like that. And they're both creepy. Um, so, um, of course, they do the thing they do all the time where they start discussing the person who's about to come back into the room as they come back into the room. Throb says that um, they don't see Fantasia as a threat. Um, they say that she is good at what she does, but I'm also good at what I do. And then speaking of, speaking of the devil, here she comes with her brand new baby um named fantasy if anything this was pure fucking camp i don't know if fantasia thought of doing this herself or if production told her to do it she probably did it she probably came up with it herself that shit was funny that is pure fucking camp to come back from the the extermination with a baby uh so i'm i have to give fantasia her tens for that that was funny as fuck and um blackberry was like throw that baby in the trash 
like what um so like they're you know they're asking fantasia about like the extermination and she was like it was super painful and then cynthia was like oh i would have totally done the extermination i would have so many babies i'm like oh here we go um and then uh fantasia tells everyone that like jk after a certain point could have handled it and tapped out everyone was like gagged and i was like is that what happened i mean i don't know because i only saw an edit i only saw an edit of what the entire time was like but i'm like the way it's sounding though y'all like they're probably thinking okay like yeah jk probably tapped out after like two minutes but for all we know jk might have lasted like 10 minutes i don't know so i don't know but of course everybody was like like you know so um cynthia was like oh speaking of which let me be messy and brought up you know um fantasia and throb and throb thinking fantasia is not really a monster and fortunately this conversation goes nowhere because the boulets are coming up onto the screen and letting everyone know that um the floor show this week is a uv light floor show and that they need to be a scary haunted house character and to have a look and then when the uv light hits your look it's something else um yeah some people did that and other people's did not we'll get to it so uh, all right so now we introduce the fright feet so this is what only like second or third i think like the third fright feet we've had this season we have not had a fright feet every episode but we have a fright feet now this one i feel like for what the prize is it should have been harder than this i feel like i feel like it should have been something a little more crazy than having to do a full face in dollar store halloween makeup or at least the immunity thing. I think the immunity thing should have been used like weeks ago. That's just me. Like now at this point, I'm like, why are we doing it now when it's less people? You're supposed to do the immunity shit when it's like way more people. But whatever, I digress. But anyway, yeah. So the challenge is to do a full face of makeup um, with do- using dollar store Halloween makeup. And the winner gets immunity this episode. Um and our favorite exorcist, Coco Kane, is coming in to present the challenge to everyone. Um, she looks very cute. She has like this little red dress, um, and the cute little like tall blonde wig. She looks very cute, very cunt. And I love the way she talks because she like clicks her nails with every syllable she says. It is so fucking funny. So you just hear this like tap 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 every time, every syllable she says. I live. Um. So, um, yeah, they only get 10 minutes to do this. And, um, Neo, of course, being cute and funny as always, was like, I see Orc put on makeup for the first time, and I'm glad that he doesn't normally do this. I was like, ooh, the shade. And, um, Neo just, like, takes the little, like, the little, like, crayon. I don't, they're not crayons, of course, but the, they look almost like crayons um that are like the different makeup colors and just like glues them to like her face and then like glues like a whole tube of paint to her ear and like blackberry was like where the fuck did she get glue from and she's like i had it in my wig i have to do what i have to do to win 
It's like, what? Um, and then Cynthia said that Blackberry looked like Shirley Temple. Um, she looked more like a demented. She looked like a demented, like Betty Boop, or like a some like I don't know, like something from like Powerpuff Girls or something. She looked crazy. I don't even know. She looked like somebody from like Dexter's Lab. I I can't. She just looked like some weird like cartoon. Um, and so um, yeah, everybody looked pretty bad. Um, but. Throb managed to kind of look like a jack-o'-lantern, so Throb won. So now Throb has immunity. Um, but so yeah, I that's great for Throb. I'm happy for Throb. I think this could, but Throb didn't end up. It didn't really shake anything up because Throb ended up not even really needing the immunity. Throb had a good look this week, and I think, like I said. This immunity thing could have been better utilized earlier in the season, but that's just me. I'm just going and I'm going off the off of past experience when certain shows would give people immunity for winning, like you know the little challenges. All that was happening earlier in the season, and then you would get to a certain point of the season where that just stopped. And usually, by the time there's only five or six people left, that would be done. Um. Whew. And granted, yes, the key could technically be an immunity thing because Jarvis could have used that to give um, himself uh, immunity, but he didn't. He did the much better choice of making Orgotic go to the extermination. But so that doesn't fully count to me. That doesn't fully count because in this immunity was the prize and the only prize. So anyway, let's get back to the show. So, um, you know, we got, we're at the part where we go around and everybody's kind of telling what their look is going to be. Um, Fantasia says she's going to be a big snake like creature and Blackberry is doing like an Anubis, like ancient Egypt kind of thing. Um, Cynthia is talking about these like furry things that she's going to use as titties and she refers to these round shapes as cubes. And Blackberry was like, that's a sphere. And she's like, what? No, no, it's not a sphere. No, a cube? That's a round. It's a cube, right? It was the funniest shit ever. I was like, I'm like, girl, did you skip geometry? That is not, that is not a cube. That is a sphere. A spherical is a circle. And then she starts talking about circumference and all this type of shit. And I'm like, that don't have nothing to do with anything. The fact of the matter is that is not the shape that you said it was, sis. And then she kept trying to go back and forth with people about it. It was so funny. And then Orgotic was like, well, first Neo, Neo was like, I thought I had bad English, but I am not the worst here. And then it was funny because both the both of the non-Americans got her ass together. And then Orgotic was like, Cynthia is fucking stupid. She doesn't even know where Argentina is. She thought it was in Mexico. That shit had me dying. And that's such a Midwest thing, too. Midwest people don't be knowing where nothing is. Sorry about that. I had to had a quick break. I had a phone call. Um, But yeah, that is some stupid-ass Midwest-ass shit. Because these motherfuckers here, they will say some shit like that. I remember when I told my brother... When I was I went on a trip to Belize. I told my brother I went to Belize. He was like, "Where is that?" Like, I remember a guy once 
that I work with, a ton of that I went to London. He was asking if I saw the Eiffel Tower. People here don't know shit. So it's okay, Cynthia. Y'all can't blame Cynthia. It's just like that where we from. Um, um, and then, so we go over and talk to Neo, and she's going to be a bodybuilder kind of cat cat person thing. And, you know, she's going to be kind of doing something different than what she usually does. It's going to be more masculine type look. And so she asks um, Throb for, like, masculine advice. And Throb tells Neo about the Dorito method, which is because a Dorito is shaped like a triangle. So imagine the triangle, but imagine the point of the triangle down. So then you have, so then your two shoulders and then the dick. That's that's so basically Throb is talking about the body making up a triangle and you lead with your shoulders and your dick. Um and I thought it was a cute moment, you know. It was just fun, lighthearted, fun, it was cute, it was, you know, um yeah, just excuse me, two of the contestants two of the competitors just having fun and goofing around. it was a nice uplifting moment. Nice positive moment, I guess. All right. So, and oh, and then Orgotic is like, I don't know what they're doing in there, but they better not be kissing. I'm like, can you chill? Can you chill? Work is on that, like, don't mess with my girl. I don't want to be the one breaking two. What do you know the goddamn song? Chill. Chill. All right. So, anyway, let's get to the floor. So, so the boulets are wearing these beautiful white dresses. I think they're very pretty dresses. I like the way the movement of them. I like the way they flow. I love the hair. This is different from for them because they usually have like big hair. Sometimes they'll have like a little bit smaller hair, but like it's usually like, but I don't know. This was like kind of muted. It was kind of smaller. And then they had the long braid. I thought it was very pretty. I loved it for them. Um, so the guest judges are um, winner of, uh, Dragula Titans, Victoria Elizabeth Black. Love her. One of my faves from the show. And this is a good, I think this is a good episode to have her on because she actually does make like special effects stuff for like Universal Studios and shit. So she knows like what would be scary in like a haunted house. And she knows a lot about like special effects and stuff like that. And then, um, we have director Darren Stein. Um, my favorite film that he did is Jawbreaker. It's one of, I think, one of the best dark dark comedies, teen comedies ever made. It was, I think it came out in like either late 90s or early 2000s. Go look it up. Go watch it. It's got like Rose McGowan and uh, what's her name's in it? She's like pretty young. Uh, Judy, is her name Judy Greer? Her and... Um, I forgot the other actors' names in it. But it's got a good cast. Like, the cast is, like, really good. I think Pam Greer might be in it, too. But it's a really good, like, dark comedy, if you've never seen it. Yeah, Rose McGowan, Rebecca Gayhart, Julie Benz, that's what it is. Julie Benz. Yeah. Yeah, Pam Greer is in it. She plays the detective. Yeah, it's got a really good cast. Oh, Carol Kane's in this too. Yeah, it's got a really good fucking cast. And then isn't like yeah, Jeff Conway, Jeff Conway from uh, 
Most people might know him from Celebrity Rehab, but he was Kaniki in Greece, and he was also um, on the old show Taxi. Um, you know, he's he's he had a rough life, but he's a good actor. Yeah, so it was, it was a very like good like random cast. Um, but yeah, it's like a dark comedy. It's very very funny. So that's my favorite movie he did. Um, but he is also because I got he's he's like. He's like real tight with the Boulets, I think, because he's been. They said like he's the only guest judge to have been on like every season, and I think he also was on Titans too. Like, so he's been around from the beginning. Because I remember the first time I saw him, I think it was, I think it was like the wrestling episode. Maybe it was the witch episode of season one, but either way, it was season one. But yeah, he's been. He's tight with them, and he's been on, like, every season. Um, he's, So he's kind of like the... I don't know. Has anyone been a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race multiple times? So yeah, a few people have. Um, he's probably like the like the Latoya Jackson of Dragula. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Alright, it's time to be serious. Okay. So, let's get on with the fourth show. Time to play Hit It. Hit It, Fergie! Or Quit It. Quit Drag. So, first up is Mr. Throb Zombie. Um, I'm gonna hit it. Hit It, Fergie! I like this look. Um, it was very cool. Um, of course, it's a thing we've seen many, many times before. We've seen, like, the priest or the nun being a demon. But I will say that um, the performance was really good. It was clear what they were supposed to be. Um, I could see a clear difference from the light being on to the light being off. Um, Also, whoever painted that stained glass kind of motif on the back of the coat, that was stunning. Loved it. So um, it's a hit for me. Um, Next up is Miss Fantasia Royale Gaga. And I was real conflicted about this one, and I thought about it for a long time, but I think I'm gonna quit it. Quit drag. Um, and here's why. I think that it was very ambitious for her. I think it was, and that's something I, I want to make sure to acknowledge and take into account, because she could have stuck with just doing the same kind of thing, but she decided to really go out of the box and do something different that would be very ambitious. But I think the execution was a little off. And then especially considering the way people have been coming for JK. There were some things that were off about this. Um, first of all, the cam- whoever was in charge of the camera was shady as fuck. Because the first thing you see is her shot of her from the back. And you see where the outfit's putting in the back. Um, and then the feet. I, we'll get to it, but Victoria was talking about the feet being dis- distracting. Her, I think she should have worn a different color on her feet or something because it was very distracting. And the movement of it was a little weird, but we'll talk about that later when we get to the judging. And I didn't really... But my biggest issue also is that I didn't really notice a difference between when the light was on and off. I will say I agree with the boulets that it looked better when we turned off the lights and just had the the black light on it it did look cool then but like 
yeah, there were some things about it that were a little awkward. So that's why I came to the conclusion I came to. But I think it was a very cool idea. I think the execution just was off. Next up is Blackberry, and um, I'm gonna hit it. I I fucking love this. Hit it, Fergie. Um, to be honest, this or Throb would have been my winner this week. Not Neo. I like Neo's look, but I feel like Throb. I mean, yeah, I feel like Throb and Blackberries were a little more straightforward. Um, and I have no problem with something being straightforward. I don't need to try to figure something out all the time. Um, I thought this was stunning. It was stunning. It was polished. Um, the details on the cape were stunning. That makeup, oh, especially when like the green was glowing on the eyes, on the on like her eyelids, stunning. It looked like her eyes were really like glowing. Um, I absolutely loved it, and like it doesn't help that I'm kind of a sucker for like the Egyptian kind of motifs and the you know mummies and stuff like that. Um, there's this character in Monster High. She's a mummy named uh, Cleo Denial, and like she's one of my favorite characters. So, yeah, so maybe I'm a little biased, but this was sickening. Next up is Orgotic, and I am going to quit it. This quit drag. made zero fucking sense to me. It looked pretty under the light, though, and the lasers were cool, but there was absolutely no story to this at all. Now, I do know that or- Orgotic did mention that this whole black light haunted house thing was completely unfamiliar to him. And he really wasn't sure, like, how to convey that onto the floor show. However, this, I mean, it just had no kind of story. Like, even, like, Neo's. Yeah, Neo didn't really have, like, a concept that was, like, related to Haunted House, but most of them didn't, so I'm not going to trip off that too much. But at least with Neo's, there was a, some kind of story or concept to follow. Orgotics just went nowhere to me. Apparently, allegedly, he was supposed to be a clown, but that's not what I was getting. Um... And then the performance was strange. Like, why are you taking your shoe off and smelling your feet? I don't get it. I don't get it. Next up is our girl from Casey Mo, Cynthia Doll. And um This is another this is another one like Fantasia's where I was conflicted. And I was like, should I light tap it or should I quit it? I'm going to light tap it, and only because I saw a clear difference between when the light was on and when the light was off. And when the light was off, it actually was cool. I also enjoyed her performance with her spitting out whatever she was spitting out that was glowing. I enjoyed that. Um, But yeah, this rave girl outfit was bad. But the reveal of it was cool. And I saw, and, and I like how she took the titties off. I like how there was a clear difference between the light, like I said, between the light on and being off i did see a difference but the outfit itself sucks but i'm gonna give it a light tap all right next up last but not least we have neo who x and i'm gonna hit it i'm gonna hit it um I, hit it Fergie. i don't fully understand it but i'm gonna hit it because everything that was supposed to be there is there number one uh much like fantasia she took a big risk and did something different um, I feel like but this was a little more successful. It was a full body transformation and it was doing something masculine, which is so opposite of what Neo usually does. Um, this big Hello Kitty head that she had on was like sending me into the stratosphere. It was so strange. Um 
and um, but I could I could see a clear difference between the light being that being on, light being off, and um, the performance was a lot. So I have to give her points for that too. The performance was a lot. She had a lot going on, and she was like fucking like a doll or a dummy. I don't know. It was weird. I'll be honest with you. It was weird, and I would not have picked her as the winner, but it, I would put her in the top. It was good. So yeah, I'm gonna hit it. It was good. All right. So now we get to the um, critiques. So the Boulets say they enjoyed the floor show overall, but they were they were like, "Where the fuck was just like a regular ass werewolf or a Frankenstein?" It's so funny because the Boulets have been asking for something and getting something totally different. However. I don't see what the prompts are that they give them and maybe the prompts need to be a little more clear because otherwise they can't just expect someone to interpret something artistically one way if that's not what you mapped out as a criteria. Um, and so of course the boules, they it's that time where they want to get a little messy and they're just like, it's boring. Everyone's being too nice. Like, maybe we should ask that dreaded question who should go home and then and then so um <laughs> before we get to that um right before right before we switched over to you know actually doing the, the critiques um they were like well, we have on white let's see if this glows and they turned the lights off and like nothing happened it was just like flop it was funny everyone's on stage and before they do the critiques, they ask the golden question, who should go home? And I thought this one was very interesting. Now, number one, I'm so, so glad that they asked this after JK went home because it would have just turned into another JK dog pile and everyone would have been saying JK. And it just, I think it just would have made situations worse. So I am so glad they just, they did not ask this till after JK was gone. Another interesting thing about this, though, is that still normally with these situations, you see, it, everyone might not say, you know, it, sometimes it's a Mary Cherry situation where everyone's like, Mary Cherry, Mary Cherry. But, or sometimes it's just like, you know, a few people say this person, a few, like, or it'll usually be like the same one or two names that are being said. But in this one, literally everyone said a different person. And some people were saying people that I did not, I would not expect them to say. Um, like, I will have to say, I, I give Fantasia a lot of credit because I thought Fantasia was going to be like, yeah, I, I picked Throb because Throb said me. But Fantasia went with how she really felt and she was like, because um, who did she say? And she was like, orgotic because all his looks are the same. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Somebody needs to say it because everyone else has been saying it. Like all the viewers have been saying it. I was starting to wonder if the fucking boulets noticed that shit, but anyway, we'll get to it. So, um, Cynthia says that Throb should go home because, um, they get kind of caught up in their performances and things don't always go right and they always have gags messing up. That's fair. Uh, Throb says Fantasia because Fant he, he does not see any darkness in Fantasia's drag. 
uh, Blackberry says Neo can go because Neo is her biggest competition. Neo says Cynthia because of track record and Cynthia doesn't have a win. And Orgotic says Blackberry because for the same thing about Fantasia, she needs more darkness. And Fantasia says Orgotic because the looks are all the same. To be honest, the only two that I really, really buy here, and I'm like, yes, that makes sense, is Fantasia saying Orgotic and Neo saying Cynthia. The rest of these, I'm like, whatever. So, um... Yeah, so it's so funny that they were like, let's be messy, and then it it, it backfired. Like, everyone said someone different, so it really wasn't going to cause too much drama. Because really, we only see drama when it's like a bunch of people saying someone's name. Or, like, most people say someone's name, and then someone else decides to be different and says a name that wouldn't even, that nobody even would have thought to say. Um, but with this one, everybody's name was said, so it's just kind of like, oh, well, guess we're all fucked. Um, <laughs> so, um, now we get to the critique. So, Victoria said that Cynthia was giving Ah Real Monsters. I don't know if anyone remembers that show. It's an old show from like the 90s. It was really creepy. It was made by like those same people that made like Rugrats and like Rocket Power, those kind of shows. Uh, and I, I remember there was like that thing that looked like a candy cane. I think her name was Uglina. Was it Oblina? I don't know, something like that. And then there was like the guy with his eyeballs that he held like in his hands. And then there was like a red dude. And oh, and I remember the guy that was like, I think he was like their boss or something. Wasn't he? Let's see who he was voiced by. That's who I think he was. But, like, he was, like, in full, like, their boss would be, like, in full-on drag. Like, he'd be wearing lipstick, and then, like, he had, like, he had, like, a bunch of legs, and they all had, like, a little, a little red, like, pump on them. Like, people, tell me if you know what I'm talking about. But, like, dude was in drag. Like, he had, like, these pumps. He would wear pumps. He had, like, a bunch of legs. And each leg had, like, a red pump on it. Like... Okay, it was Tim Tim Curry voiced him. Okay. So yeah, it was this thing. It's got I bet you I bet you it's probably like a Rocky Horror Picture thing. It's gotta be, because the character is very kind of like Dr. Frankenfurter, but Tim Curry voiced him. But yeah, look up Auro Monsters if you haven't heard of it. But if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I didn't watch it a whole lot. I remember it, but, like, I don't remember anything much from it. I wasn't, like, super into it as I was other shows. But anyway, of course, Cynthia loved that because she's named after a Rugrats character. So, of course, she would fucking love that. But Victoria says that the look is giving rave girl and not really scary, which I agree. The Boulets say they hate the look when she first came out, but then the second part of it with, with the UV light looked really cool. And then Throb was like... I can't forgive this rainbow bob. What the fuck is this rainbow bob? <laughs> I agree. That bob was bad. Um, so next, the judges talked to Throb. They loved Throb's look, but if the gag wasn't working, I guess, when Throb opened the big Bible or book or whatever it was, like, 
I guess, like, dust was supposed to come out, but it couldn't be seen um, once the lights turned off. And Swan has to point out that she hated the hat and the horns. It didn't really bother me much, but okay. Um, next, they get to Blackberry. They love Blackberry's look. Uh, yeah, overall, it was just good positive critiques. They love Neo's look. They really appreciated her showing versatility. So it's funny when y'all want versatility when y'all don't know who somebody is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just had to have my moment. Anyway, so, um, yeah, they appreciate the versatility uh, from Neo. Um, they thought Orgotic's look and performance did not have a clear message. I agree. And um, Fantasia was like, Orgotic said he's a clown, but if that's what he's going for, he should have wore my look from last week. So funny. I, one thing I love about Fantasia is she will laugh at herself and like, yeah, like they kept saying that her look last week was giving like Cirque du Soleil and clown or something. So that was very funny. And so next they get to Fantasia. Um, they said that her look was cool, but the movement of it was awkward. And I agree. And that it looked better under the light. Cause then you could, yeah. Cause then the feet, the feet didn't, stand out as much once the light was off but when the light was on it was like feet so um neo huru x is chosen as the winner and she says this means a lot to her and she kind of talks about her um her journey as far as embracing her feminine side and having to pretend to be masculine but then as becoming a woman like how much of her masculinity does she you know how much of that masculine energy does she want to sit in? So now she kind she is proud of both her feminine and masculine energy. So it was very nice what she said. Um, so um, the bottom is Cynthia, Orgotic, and Fantasia. And Fantasia ultimately decided to be safe. So Cynthia and Orgotic are up for extermination. And the extermination is like this dark maze with lasers. And you get shocked with electrical bolts if you <laughs> go the wrong way. Yeah, I do not like the feeling of that shit. So I know that's gonna fucking suck. Um, like I would say, like one of the few times I've seen like the jackass guys just be like, "Fuck this, I can't do this shit." Is like they had to do, they had to like run through this thing, and it was a bunch of like tasers and cattle prods and shit. And like I remember, like Bam just being very like angry when he got out of it i think a couple of the guys were like electrical shock is no shit to play with that shit is so painful so um now it's cauldron time cynthia is she's ready for the extermination she's like i'm gonna get shot all day all night if i have to i'm not going anywhere it was like she was like i'm down i'm ready let's do it like she wasn't gonna have a defeated attitude and fantasia asked um Cynthia's like well now knowing what you know like would you have changed anything about your outfit and she was like yes head to toe and uh Blackberry said she loved the uh cube titties and then they played the audio <laughs> they play the audio of like Cynthia fighting her own mind while she's like crouched down in the the couch it's so funny shout out to the editors for that one it was so shady um, and then Orgotic wants to have this whole emotional moment talking about how he's 
you know, travel so far to come here and he doesn't know where he's going to be after this and he's got all his money and okay. Um, I mean, no, I feel him, but like at the same time, he's been saying a lot of rude ass shit to people. So it's just like, now you want to have your emotional moment. How you know JK didn't come here with everything they fucking had, you know? But okay. And then Orc says to Cynthia that she is the protagonist of the movie, but now the protagonist must die. And uh, Fantasia gets messy and asks about, you know, the question that they were asked on the stage. And, you know, she basically just straight up asked Throb, like, why you keep why have you been like gunning for me since the beginning? And Throb is like, You're amazing at what you do. You're a star a star, but I don't think you're a um super monster and you're not scary to me. And then <laughs> we cut while this is happening, we cut to um Blackberry and Cynthia. Like they are so me. Like I would have if I'd been in that room, I would have been over there with them. Um while this is going on, they're like over there like kicking in the corner just being like like making faces at each other while this is going down so funny um honestly that was the best part of this that whole situation um but yeah throb is like yeah i I think you're a star but I i don't think you're a super monster you're very good at what you do and then like we cut to this like talking head with fantasia and they do the thing on her like when someone is like um like recounting something that happened but they want to hide their identity so they change their voice and then like black out their face so it was like i'm (laughs) it was like i would like to remain anonymous to 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 protect my identity and then it's like but throb i'm gonna take your ass out if my name isn't fantasia royale gaga and then it took her a second and she was like wait a minute fuck like, you were doing this whole, I want to make, remain anonymous act just to say your fucking name. It was so fucking funny and weird. Um, so, then we continue on with this conversation about this bullshit. Blackberry says, like, yeah, Neil, who, you're my competition. You're my biggest competition. You've been killing it this whole time. I need you out so I can win this. Orgotic says that Blackberry's looks don't fit into the world of Dragula and that um what she is just conveying is someone else's vision i guess because orgotic is assuming that she gets all her looks made by someone else but blackberry says and i don't know how much of her looks she makes but i think from what she had been like saying is that she is pretty hands-on with making her looks like i think she played a part in making most of her looks if not all of them so i i thought that was a weird assumption for um orgotic to make but i don't fully agree with it so cynthia tells neo that she thought that her saying her name was she was like that's don't you think that's playing it safe and i'm just like yeah it is so what but it's also a legitimate reason because you don't have a win love you girl but you don't have a win and um Neo says that by at the end of the day, she is standing by her man Orc, and she is kind of giving like Hosel Teratoma and Abora all over again. It's like if I have to get rid of everyone else just to keep you here, my love, then I will. And it's just like, oh Jesus Christ, here we go. Um, 
So then they're like, oh, this might be the last time we see each other. Let's make out. So then they start making out. It was gross as fuck. They start fucking. It was gross. Um, And then we get to the extermination. So, like, what they sh- looked like they showed was that, like, Neo, who, not Neo, Orc, excuse me, Orcotic, you know, takes a little time, but makes it, ultimately makes it through the maze. But they make it like Cynthia just like gets trapped somewhere and just like has a breakdown and then just dies in the middle of the thing. So I was like, okay. <laughs> like the editing was so strange. I was like, that girl probably made it all the way through, but they making it out like she just died in the middle of it. And ultimately, we are saying goodbye to um, one of my faves this season, Miss Cynthia Dahl. Um She's awesome. I'm so happy for her that she made it onto the show, especially after kind of, you know, learning who she was like in the past year or so before even knowing she was going to be on Dragula. And then like the irony of me meeting her at the Dragula Titans show. And then next thing you know, she's casted on the show that like, that's just really cool and like full circle. So, um, I think she's creative. I think she made damn good TV. I think she's one of the most memorable contestants we've ever had. And I don't think this is going to be the last we will see of her. She's definitely going to be showing up and popping up somewhere. Somewhere. I don't know. Either like if they do Titans again or um, something like that, I could see her doing that. Um, She's definitely been a fan favorite of the season. So rest in peace to um cynthia we love you and you had a great run on the show even though you didn't have a win you had a great fucking run on the show all right so bye bye uglies i will see you next week beep boop, beep boop, bop, bop.